the Asco Leadership Podcast with Jeff Barton. I'm Keir Bloomer and I was the chair of the Independent Review of Education. And you're not from Northern Ireland, you're from Scotland, so just tell us about the journey to become the chair of that Independent Review of Northern Ireland's Education. Yes, in a sense it was a slightly surprising journey. I applied, I imagine a fair number of other people applied as well, and I thought that not being from Northern Ireland, it was very unlikely that I would be seriously considered. In fact, I suspect that they were looking for a chair who was not from Northern Ireland and therefore being from Scotland might conceivably have been an advantage. Because of the independence that it would bring? Yes, I think so. Uh, I mean, there are obviously sufficient differences of, of opinion of a serious nature in Northern Ireland about Northern Irish education that it might have proved difficult to get a chair locally who would be seen as completely independent by everybody else. And your background is a varied one, isn't it? You were a teacher, you worked in trade unions as well. Just give us a flavour of that. Yes, that's right. I was a teacher, but it's a very long time ago. I was a secondary teacher. I taught history and modern studies. Uh, I did work for the Scottish Teachers Trade Union, the EIS, not for terribly long, about three years in the 1980s. And since then, I've been in education management and local authority management until I notionally retired uh, some years ago. <laughs> yes, that went well. <laughs> yes, yes that, went, that didn't go too well, that's true. Why, why is it that uh, education in Northern Ireland needed a review anyway? Well, the, it was a commitment in a document called New Decade, New Approach, which was agreed by the political parties the last time that they tried to get Stormont back up and running, which was in, in, in 2020. Um, it was a very, very broad review that was suggested. I mean, it wasn't uh, of any particular sector of education. We had to look at every part of the education system apart from parts of the university education system. Uh, so it was very, very wide-ranging. And there were a lot of different kinds of issues, some which might be regarded as particular to Northern Ireland, like the way in which the system is divided, particularly by religious and community background, or selection at age 11, which is not commonplace in most of the rest of uh, the United Kingdom. But of course, many of the education issues are, are global issues about how people learn, what pathways should be available to them throughout life, vocational preparation and so on. So we, we had to look at both the ones that were locally significant and generally controversial and the ones which were arguably more important but not so deeply rooted in anything specific to Northern Ireland. And the review uh, report comes out with a series of recommendations, but it starts by saying something which I think most people probably wouldn't disagree with. Funding has been a significant issue here. Yes. Uh, I think we really have two things to say about funding. That's one of them, that compared with other countries, particularly other jurisdictions within the UK, uh, Northern Irish education, especially school education, is quite seriously underfunded. So there's a catch-up operation which is urgently required. But the other thing that we say about funding uh, is that education is an investment. It's the investment that society makes in its own future. And we really require 
politicians in particular, but the public at large, to see education in that way rather than simply as expenditure that you try to keep as low as possible. Well, it's an extraordinarily ex- expansive report, it covers a lot of ground, makes some pretty bold recommendations. And what we're doing today is we've got members of ASCO Northern Ireland to start thinking what their response might be. And the fact that you're here just to kick that off by giving us the overview, we're hugely appreciative of. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to be here. I mean, obviously, I enjoy talking about the report. I'll be very interested to visit all the discussion groups during the morning and afternoon and hear the kind of reactions that uh, school principals and assistant principals have got to our recommendations. I mean, that will be fascinating because they are obviously an absolutely key interest group as far as we are concerned. And it will be enormously encouraging if it turns out that they are in general supportive of the recommendations we've offered. Keir Bloomer, thank you very much indeed. Welcome. Uh, Nicola Connery, President of Askill NI. And uh, just before we talk about uh, why we're here at a policy forum, the first ever, just tell us a little bit about your school, Nicola. So I'm in charge of principal of an all-girls school in East Belfast. There's 840 pupils in the senior school and 140 pupils in a junior school, 4 to 11-year-old. And you're Askill Northern Ireland President, so congratulations on that. And this is our first policy forum. What's the idea? Well, we're delighted to take a new approach to widen out um, the discussion and debate around the educational issues in Northern Ireland. With a new director on board, um, he's been able to organise and bring together a wider community of the ASCAL membership so that they can have their say on how education moves forward in Northern Ireland. And this is a bit of a moment for Northern Ireland, isn't it? And therefore, would I be right in saying that I know we've had false starts before. There might just be a bit of optimism that perhaps things can change. I think, actually, our policy forum has has just come at an excellent time with the executive going back in. We feel that there's a real sense of optimism in the country. Also, with the report being released and such a a work has gone into it and research-based report, that we feel there's areas of it that certainly ASCAL would like to take forward and endorse to the Minister of Education and hopefully be pushed forward at quite a fast rate so that we can see change and development for the children in Northern Ireland. And final point, we've just listened to uh, Dr Keir Bloomer, who uh, was the chair of this huge review of education in Northern Ireland, and a comprehensive report has come out. You've just listened to him for 45 minutes, giving the kind of overview of that. What, what for you, are some of the key themes or messages? Um, I feel it's a long report. There's a lot in it. There's something in it for everyone. There's something in it for us to embrace. There's something for us to challenge as well. However, I think overall, it's about improvement for children in Northern Ireland. For us, it will be underpinned on whether there is the funding and the will of the government to take it forward. But for myself personally, there's things such as special educational needs, ed- um, educational reform in the ter- terms of curriculum, so that we embrace the 21st century and move everything forward for Northern Ireland. Nicola Connery, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Julie McCulloch, Director of Policy at ASCO. And? John Camp, President of ASCO. And we've just finished our policy forum. And let's just reflect on particularly what we were hearing from Keir Bloomer. He's the person who wrote the report. And he was saying things, of course, about Northern Ireland. Actually, he was also saying things just about education and about learning, for example, about special needs, about early years education. Can I just ask each of you just to reflect on stuff you heard that kind of surprised you? So I think probably the first thing to say about Keir's report is how incredibly comprehensive and holistic it was. You know, he started his presentation to us today saying it's not often that you get the opportunity to look at a system 
in its entirety, which is absolutely right. And what that meant is that he had this amazing canvas to say, this is what's working really well in Northern Ireland and this is where we think we need change. Um, And I think what really struck me about it, knowing a little about Northern Ireland, but not as much as I do about England, is the amount of overlap and similarity. You know, both systems, as I suspect is the case worldwide, both systems facing many of the same challenges, whether that's around, you know, increasingly complex special educational needs, uh, whether it's about recruitment and retention and the people not necessarily wanting to step up into headship um, and lots of really useful points I think around the importance of early years which we all know but I think to hear it spelled out as clearly as uh, Dr Bloomer does in his report was was really stark and really compelling. John? Yeah I, I agree and um, I think what um, Dr Bloomer did today was also tell a really coherent story about the system and that's what really struck me and also the way he challenged delegates to understand that the complexity of the system and the the variation in the system was also the strength of the system that actually you can't learn from yourself as a system unless there is difference and I think he was inviting everyone in in that room to really focus on bringing the particular uh, issues that their own context faces and use that as a way of coming together and co- coalescing around some of the strategies going forward. And I think also what I think I found really compelling today was that sense that um, we need to make the journey meaningful from two to sort of post you know, 18 and how do we do that in a way um, that is really, that has integrity for the the young person at the heart of that journey. There are other details in the report really that also speak to the point that the report really emphasises, which is that we need to see education as an investment and not a cost. And actually the report really clearly articulates how the economy benefits for every pound that we invest in education. And it's like, you know, sevenfold return. Um, And that's why we need to really focus right from the beginning on the early years, because if we put the investment in, the return later on benefits everyone. So seeing education as a way of paying forward is fundamental to making the changes we want to see as well. That was powerful for me. Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. So Dr. Bloomer used, you know, the, the famous quote, if you think education's expensive, try ignorance. And, you know, that, that kind of really came through. And and what what I really liked about about both the report and the discussion today was it kind of moved away from those slightly reductive discussions sometimes mm-hmm. about, you know, should we have a, a single education system, which was one of the, the challenges that, that was put to Dr. Bloomer when he was commissioned to write the report. Um, or should we embrace diversity, uh, as, as you say, John, that kind of that attempt to, to learn from each other in a diverse system? And I think the, the phrase that Dr. Bloomer used was actually a single education system means nothing. What we should be aiming for is coherence across the system. And I thought that was really powerful. And, and to hear that being said in what has from the outside felt sometimes like the most fragmented system ever and actually the mirror he held up was saying it is it is fragmented but actually as he was saying to us last night England's education system is fragmented Wales is fragmented Julie McCulloch John Camp thank you very much thank you John Truman director of Askell Northern Ireland just say John uh, here at the end of the day what we have been doing today what, what was the intended outcome so I think it's really important that in order for Askell Northern Ireland to be able to speak on behalf of its members that we know what we want to say. And so 
the timing has been great. The Independent Review of Education was published um, in December, the findings. And so the point of today was to listen to Keir Bloomer, um, who was the chair of that panel, as he disseminated some of the key findings from that. Then to discuss that, to break it down into subsections and to have some debate, some robust discussion around it. Um, and then to arrive at policy positions. And those policy positions do a number of things. They help me as I communicate with the politicians, with the minister, with the um, education committee. And they also help us as, as we respond to things like public consultations on developments of policy um, in Northern Ireland. So it means that the voice that we speak with is truly representative. And the key thing about today was that it was a diverse group of people. So there were people there who were leaders in primary schools, in post-primary schools. Uh, there were principals, vice principals, senior teachers, assistant principals, and we had bursars as well. It was probably the most reflective of our membership we've ever had. And I think we'd all, all agree it's been a, a, an uplifting kind of day. I mean, there's this huge work to be done by politicians, by our members, etc. What do you hope might be some of the next steps by Askell Northern Ireland? Well, we now have an assembly, which is a step in the right direction. And that means that we will be engaging with politicians on a regular basis, particularly with the um, education committee, whose job it is to hold the minister and the department to account. So if we are holding them to account and if we are not letting this disappear into the ether as another report, that can be really effective. So engagement is key and we will continue to do that on behalf of our members. John Truman, thank you very much. The Askell Leadership Podcast with Jeff Barton. 